Yo, what up, guys? Welcome back to the fastest growing sports gambling podcast in the tri state area. We got double A Anthony Alessino. We got the graduate Brian Castiglione. And my name, as always, is James Hawkins. And this is Par Play Group. All right, what's up? It's NFL Week Four. Here we are. We got a full squad today. We got Alessino. He's back. No birthdays today. No back problems today. <laughs> Well, the back problems don't stop, but <laughs> I digress. Brian's back. Off camera today. It's off camera, but he's here. He is here. Say hello to the people. How are we doing, everybody? There we go. Um, I'll get right into it. First big point. The Cardinals play to their competition. We've been saying this, and they keep showing it to us. And I think Cliff Kingsbury and Matt Nagy are currently in a head-to-head battle. They're fighting each other to see who could be the first coach fired. Yeah, I agree. I mean... I think Cliff is probably the worst coach in football. Um, I think he's done been the worst coach in football since they fired so, him, Gase. So I like it. My my first point is, uh, this is going to sound a little crazy to everybody, but uh, the Chiefs should be 0-3. Yes, yeah, you can make a case Jeez. for it. Without, without the Browns' yeah. massive uh, collapse week one, they're 0-3. Yeah, and, you can make a case for 0-3. And yes, they still look like, the, like uh, fireworks every time they go out on offense. But, you know... What's to come of this? I mean, they could rally, they could rally ten off in a row, and that's right. it. But I don't know. Chiefs will go in three to me. Um, not I don't know. To me, I not much of a crazy take, but I'm happy that Matt Stafford's balling. God, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm happy that that Matt Stafford's finally finally balling out. I'm glad that he's got like a a real team rather than playing in Detroit and just getting beat up to get maybe six or seven wins a year. Yeah. Um, like from a betting standpoint, like for like if we're talking futures, I would very much consider the Rams right now. I consider them at the beginning of the year, get them before everybody catches on, and then the, the odds which, on favorite, which is probably pretty close at this. Almost point. everyone's yeah, all over the Rams. Probably pretty point. close at this point, but I could see Buccaneers and uh, and Rams playing in the NFC Championship game. Probably, oh, yeah. probably it could happen. Depends how seeding's going to work out. It's a playoff matchup for sure, one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Funny that, good segue, my second point, Ram, I'll read exactly how I wrote it down. Rams are the real deal Holyfield. <laughs> Stafford looks like we always hoped he would in Detroit with the Lions. We always hoped this is the Stafford we were going to get. It took 10, 2009, so way over 12 years-ish to get there. But we're finally here. He looks like a totally different dude. Yeah, he does. My second point is not really anything to do with the actual games, more fantasy, but it's amazing that every single year, the first-round picks seem to not matter. Christian McCaffrey, out. Dalvin Cook, out. The handcuffs seem to matter more than anything else. It always has. It always will. And then people find themselves in August like, oh, I got McCaffrey. No, I don't need to take the, the handcuff. I got Cook. I don't need Madison. And then we, we're in week three. You know, week, week three we're already in. And, and McCaffrey's down. Cook is down. Guys are getting hurt left and right. Which is to be expected. Which is to be expected when we're talking. I mean, maybe not so much with McCaffrey, but that's kind of leaning towards where we're going. But with Cook, I mean, I it's a little earlier than I thought it was coming. But the yeah. man, it's just been his deal. He didn't he tear both his ACLs in college, Dalvin Cook. I don't know if it was both, but he, he either I know tore he both did get, his yeah. ACLs or the same ACL twice in college because yeah. that's why he wound up falling out of the first round. Oh really? Yeah. Um, to piggyback off the handcuff thing real quick, yes, the handcuffs are important. If you are someone like Jack to a little bit of an extent or our older brother, Phil, he drafts 
handcuffs thinking when someone goes down, he's going to like fleece you. He thinks he's going to, you're not going to give somebody Alexander Madison and get back their top two guys just because Dalvin Cook is out. Yeah. No, I think, so the, be I think reasonable. the handcuff. Be reasonable. Get one starter. And because Madison's only got value for three, four know. weeks. Well, let me, let me be clear. Let me be clear when I say this. And I'm, and I mean this, this is, I'm, when I say handcuff, handcuff your guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with just grabbing all the handcuffs. If you have Cook, go get Madison. That's the that's the play. I mean, if I'm a Jet or I'm a Giant and I have their top running back, I'm not. Obviously, I'm not handcuffing. I'm only. I'm only talking about the elite people you can plug and play. Yeah, exactly. The elite group. You know what I mean? And like, especially when it's someone like Dalvin Cook, like you should never draft Dalvin Cook without having a plan to get his handcuff. Ever. Yeah. No, I know. I know. What do you got? So more of a point that I feel like has been made before, but you know, just to reassure it, Lamar Jackson needs a pass catcher. He needs someone who can oh, catch God. the ball. Just one. Just one person. We I know have I know. talked I know. so I, much I, shit that's why about Hollywood Brown since episode one. Maybe not episode one, because we weren't, you know, we were getting our feet wet. We were being a little bit more mm-hmm. But for a very long time, we've been saying now, not that he can't play, not that he can't ball. Oh, he's got he's, burners. Burners. He's not a wide receiver one. And what three tu- two or three touchdowns he dropped yesterday? Two, two touchdowns. Two for sure. Yeah. But he dropped that third pass that wasn't a touchdown. It's well, just tough. it might not have and been. It's not like, I mean, the rookie. This was his first game back. I don't remember anything significant happening. Watkins is what Watkins is, you know, and Mark Andrews is going to get his. That's just. How it is, but they're I, yeah. But if you're not putting talent around him, it's very they need hard. A solid, they need a solid number one, a guy who is a possession guy, just who can just get get the ball down the field, catch it, doesn't have to do anything flashy, just get us down the field. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, here's my. Well, thing. that's what they brought in Sammy Watkins for, to the not same, be flashy, to make those Watkins catches. Is that guy, maybe maybe a couple of years ago, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I don't think it's now. Here's, oh well, yeah. Here's how I feel about it. They could have that guy. They could have three of those guys. The scheme doesn't allow them to shine. We talk about it with the Giants. They're not. It, a lot of these problems are not on Daniel Jones. They're not on Kenny Galladay. It's the scheme. And you've seen it. What's going on with the Raiders right now? Derek Carr's yeah. proof that the right scheme with the right playmakers in that scheme can get it done. Yeah. Everyone, People have been talking about Derek Carr like he's you know, used tissue paper for the last three, two or three seasons now. The man's looking at MVP form right now. Yeah. And he's not a top 15. He might be top 15, maybe. He's not a top 10 guy. No, not But the But the scheme they're in allows him to look like a top three quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. But My final right. point, which I thought about segueing because it's also the Chiefs. I'm starting to get real worried about the Chiefs, especially their run defense. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting diced up. The one way you beat a high-powered offense like this Chiefs team is you keep them off the field. And you run them. And part of the reason that they've all, even when they go on those third, three, third quarter runs where they rip off 21 points, those all involve them getting the ball back on three or six downs yeah. or a turnover. Yeah. So if teams are going to be able to turn around and gash you for six, seven yards a clip all season long, it doesn't matter how many touchdowns Mahomes throws. He's not going to be on the field. Yeah, you're right. I agree with that. I Their run defense got to get cleaned up. It, I don't know what the rankings are. They got to be close to 32nd. And run defense. Yeah. My last point is the quarterback play overall in the National Football League is 
it's like the rich get richer and the poor just so poor. I can't. It's weird. No rookie quarterback has, in my eyes, taken over for rookie of the year. Like, and you know how there's that usually like it's a quarterback position, it's a quarterback award kind of thing. No, but someone did. Someone's got their hand on that award right now. It's Jamar Chase. Yeah. Sure. No, Jamar Chase. That's fine. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I'm yeah. saying the in a quarterback position. No, no, I'm agreeing yeah, with you. But yeah, I'm yeah. saying right now, it's Jamar and, Chase's award to lose. In Dynasty, I took Jamar Chase, and I was like, oh my god, I don't know about this. Am I in the in the in the draft? You know, felt good. Took him in the first round, obviously, because he wasn't going to fall past that. And the you know, and not in the not in the maiden in the the second year draft, in, right. in Dynasty. But I love him. But you know, Mac Jones doesn't look great. We know Zach Wilson looks bad. You know, these, these rookie even Trevor Lawrence doesn't look good. Trey Lance, we don't know. When he comes in, he scores touchdowns, but he's in like – Yeah, it's weird. And and Justin Fields, like you said yesterday, and I, they, I, I realized it, but like when you say it and then you really watch it, he holds the ball so long. And then there's guys like Ben Roethlisberger who look like they're just fading into the abyss. I, I don't know. Ben Roethlisberger waited one year longer than his fellow draft mates. Phil potentially waited a year too long. Yeah. Eli got out really right. We started to see it the Eli last was year. like, hey, you know what? If Before Eli... this gets messy. So this was actually my third point. <laughs> oh, and it so... was going to be that it, I think it's over. Yeah. I think, oh. I think it's time to call it. I think I was saying it yesterday. Why not put Dwayne Haskins in? I don't disagree. What's I mean, the worst thing that happens? You're gonna put, you could put in Mason Rudolph. Again. All right, listen. If you're going to try Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I don't think Mason Rudolph's on the roster. No, I don't, I'm not sure if he is either. But. I'm just saying put it Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins? Dwayne Haskins, this is what I'll say. Give it a shot shot now while you have Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith, Najee Najee Harris. Harris. While you have these guys, do it now. We have the weapons. Their offensive line has got to be ranked, like you were saying about the Chiefs, their offensive line has got to be ranked mm, 28th or or higher. There's no way they're they're horrible. What do you have to lose? But, you know. No, nothing. Not one thing. The worst thing that happens is you find out you got your guy, and yeah, I mean, you but, and you don't have to waste the draft right. pick next year. Can Dwayne be the guy if he commits to football? Like they said, he wasn't. He he could be. He's got skill. I mean, he went fairly early. Like his first year, you know, know what I mean? Like they said he wasn't committed to football. Yeah, really well, you know, part of being a pro athlete is being committed to football. So, does that wrap up the points? Yeah, that wraps it up. It's time to go to the guests, the lines. Mm. The guessing of dun, the lines. Brian. Three it, people now. It's going to be much harder I was to win. Say it's, yeah. yeah. So I base my spreads off that. Did All right. I'll start us off. Thursday night, <clears throat> September 30th, the Jacksonville Jaguars will head to Cincinnati. Two cats. We got the Bengals and we got the Jaguars squaring off. We got a rookie and a sophomore. Here we go. I got Cincinnati minus four and a half. I got Cincinnati minus seven and a half. I got Cincinnati minus five and a half. Jimmy starting off hot. Oh, seven, and seven and a half. That's two for Jim. That's bro. two for Jim. That that sucks. That's anyway, <laughs> who's keeping? I got score. I got score. Okay, you got score. Okay. You want me to just keep running with it? Or yeah, what? yeah, go ahead. Okay. I like it. Now, this is, these are Sunday, October 3rd. We will head first to Atlanta. Washington will come into town. We got Washington minus three over Atlanta. I went a little higher. I got Washington by five and a half. I think you're right. I, I think I went to too low. Oh, that's horrific. This is our week's pick'em for this week. It's pick a em. pick'em. 
It's a pickle. Love that. So Alice, I'll take the point. the point. It's a That's fucking a fucking pickle, disaster. Huh? All right, hey. I can't say I saw that coming. All right. Nah, I, nah. I, I will continue That's on. That's another one you get now, though. Houston, David Mills. All right. He's going to still go at Buffalo. I went too low, I believe. I'll, I'll continue on this. I'll go first road, but I definitely went too low. Minus seven and a half. Obviously, Buffalo. Yeah. I'm nervous that I also went too low. But part of it is I just think, first of all, we've had the close games with, with Houston already. And um, Vegas doesn't want to price you out. They, doesn't want to, they don't want to scare you away. So I went six and a half, Buffalo. Ooh. I went minus 10. I feel like you're there. Yeah, you're probably 10. there, but I just uh, – it's early for minus 10. You guys make me nervous. Buffalo is minus 17 this weekend. Oh, <laughs> my God. It's minus 17. Brian will get it. Let's go. <laughs> minus 17 is wild, though. That's Jeez. fucking insane. All right. Okay. We're, we'll talk about I mean, it later on the show, Bill, but Bill's here. here we go. <laughs> now Detroit will head to Chicago. Detroit doesn't look terrible. Chicago with Justin Fields. Uh, this is a tough one for me. I went Chicago being the home team, minus four. This one was hard for me, too. I think Detroit might be better than we thought they were. Yeah. But I not, mean, not, not I think I, I think they're definitely way better than we thought they were because we were talking about them being worst team in the league, and right now I think that title belongs to the Jets. Yeah. Okay. Once again, um, I think it's real close. Went just under a field goal, Chicago by two and a half. I actually went Chicago minus six and a half. I think that's too much on that one, but let's see. Chicago is minus three. What'd you have? Two and a half. What'd you have? Four. You got it. I got it. Three, one, one. All right. We're heading to the next game. We got the Carolina Panthers undefeated, right? Correct. Going to Dallas. Now, Dallas is playing tonight. Dallas looks good. Dallas has offensive firepower for days. I'm going Carolina minus two and a half on the road. I scored this one assuming Dallas is going to give us everything we think they're going to give us against Philly tonight, and it's not really much of a game. I got Dallas by one and a half. I got Dallas by three and a half. Dallas is the favorite at four and a half. Brian's going to take that one. Dallas is the favorite at four and a half. All right. I don't, you know what? I don't know if they're going to do, I, I didn't score this like you scored it, that they're going to give us everything they have tonight. I think it's going to be a shootout. Well, I think tonight's going to be a war. I don't think it's going to Yeah, be I don't think it's going to be as easy as you missed it last week you weren't here. I doubled down on Philly being bad. For, okay, for but good but, but Ga- you know, Gallup out, Cooper kind of beat up, you know, and uh, well, you know, we'll see. Pollard so, and Pollard and Zeke both go for 100 scrimmage yards again and it's over, dude. They both had yes. 100 scrimmage yeah, yards. Yeah, if they do. Games. Yeah, if they do, but that's a that's a big if. All right, next game we got Indianapolis Colts heading to Miami. Jesus Christ, give me a minute here. No, well, I'll just talk about it, and then you could just uh, yeah. you can answer it. Uh, Indianapolis Colts headed to the Miami Dolphins. No Tua still out. Jacoby Brissett scares me. Uh, Colts are bad, but not terrible. Um, minus two and a half. Colts. I got Colts minus two, and I just filled it in because obviously I was struggling with this before, and I forgot to come back to it. All right, I got, I got Colts minus five. We forgive you. The favorites Miami at minus two. Whoa. What's up with Vegas? And I was the closest to zero on that one, right? Both had two and a half. No, I was two minus two. Oh. oh, you were, yeah. Yeah, you got All it. Right. All right, this Four, is a disaster. One, I'm getting uncomfortable now. And uh, so Miami, though. So listen, uh, you know. They, they, oh man. All right. Oh man. We're gonna talk. We'll, we'll talk about it the next segment when we talk about our actual bets and yep. stuff like that. But yep. it's you know moving on. Uh, Cleveland Browns looking pretty good. Could have been undefeated this year. 
but they will head to Minnesota. Minnesota probably could be at least two and one. Could be three and they could be three and oh. And that's why I'm going out on a limb and I'm gonna make Minnesota the favorite in this game. Minus one and a half. I have Minnesota as the favorite. I mean, favorite at home, respectable. You know, I don't know how much of a limb you're going out on, but I do have Cleveland by three and a half on the road. I have the same exact thing as Hockey Bills. Three and a half. Cleveland is the favorite at one. So we were two. You tie. You guys tie. Oh, I don't know. I'm two and a half away. You guys are one. So and do half we away. both still get the point yeah. now, though? That there's three people. It matters, right? We both we both yeah, get, get a the point. point. You guys both were closer than me. I'm okay with that. Next game, the garbage New York Giants go to New Orleans. Um, I'm gonna go way too low on this. New Orleans minus six and a half. Nothing to really talk about. I think I also might have went too low again, especially now that we saw we were almost a at 17. fucking twenty point spreads. Yeah. And we, but I got them. I got them. Uh, New Orleans you, laying eight and a half. You know we can't change it now. If I heard 17, I probably would have changed it to nine yeah. and a half, but I couldn't. So, what do you got? I had a New Orleans at minus five and a half. You guys see it going way differently. New Orleans, the favorite at minus eight. So, that's me again. Well, I, yep. What do you have? At eight and a half. Yep, you're, you're good. No, you're good. You had six okay. and a half. You had five and a half. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next game, we got Tennessee headed to the other garbage team in New York, uh, the New York, New York uh, Yets. Um, I have the Tennessee Titans minus eight and a half in this one. This might have been the highest one I went to all week, and I went Tennessee minus nine and a half. I went Tennessee minus twelve. Wow. That Tennessee at seven and a half. Oh. Seven and a half? Would you have? Eight and a half. Yeah, two. It's about time I got one. All right. So we have Buffalo over Houston at minus seventeen, but Tennessee over the Jets doesn't even break ten. Yeah, it's confusing to me, and we'll talk about it right. in that next segment <laughs> when we put our bets in, because I mean that's something to talk about. Um, next game we got Kansas City Chiefs. Looking superhuman, not superhuman, superhuman. Anyway, and they will head to Philadelphia, who plays tonight, so we don't know, right? You guys like that one? All right, you guys like that one. That's fine. So <laughs> they're looking mad decent. I had is what yeah, not yeah. not superhuman, just superhuman. Anyway, um, so I had the Chiefs minus five and a half because I don't know what the Eagles bring out tonight, and just like I missed on the Cowboys, that I think they're going to play worse than than they are tonight. I think the Eagles are going to play better than what they probably will tonight. So I have it closer than that. So five and a half. You want me to hurt your feelings? Uh, hurt them. I got the Chiefs laying five and a half. All right, good. I like that. <laughs> I got the Chiefs laying seven and a half. All right. That sucks for me and Jim. Chiefs. Also, for all the reasons you said. Oh. Chiefs are six. Why? Oh, wow. So, so we were five and a half. Love it. All right. <clears throat> and moving onward. Here we go. We got the Seattle Seahawks. Going to the San Francisco 49ers. This is a tough game for Seattle. No, no. Seattle's one and two. San Fran's two and one. San Fran lost a heartbreaker last night to Green Bay. San Fran showed they can compete. They're going to be a good team again, even though the run game is absolutely hurt again. Yeah. Beat up. Um, San Fran favorite, minus one and a half. That's what I got. I got San Fran favorited by two and a half. I just don't think. Um... Like, Seattle doesn't seem to really know who they are anymore. Yeah, it's a weird identity like They've kind of lost their identity. Now, I know Lockett went down, but he, like, he came back in. Yeah. So I'm, I'm well, not like Russell Wilson, like, you know, he was like – last time I saw it, he was like 29 of 34. And you're going to have that good of a percentage and still be struggling to well, – and I know Carson went down for a little bit, but whatever. But, but we they, talked they, about it when you were in here just real quick last week when they lost that game, blew that lead. They're up by 10 or 14 at some point. 
Chris Carson's got three carries for 22 yards. Yeah. Like, it what, seems like if Russ yeah. isn't playing superhero, they don't win games. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I'm... But they don't protect the lead either. Like, why? They, right. They're up by two touchdowns, and Chris Carson's nowhere to be no, found. No, I'm saying the wins only come from behind, which is... In, which is Can't win like that. Brian, what do you got? I have Sam Fan three and a half. So, one and a half, two and a half, three and a half? Is that how that yeah, went? Yeah, that's basically US? what we got. San Fran's laying three and a half this week. Is Brian on the nose? We also did accidentally skip over the Arizona Rams game. Oh, all right. We I'm did. going back to it right now. Jesus. All right, so I'm going to go right into it. Arizona, I'm going right into it. Arizona Cardinals. I skipped over a decent game, too. Arizona, we play down to our competition Cardinals. Will they play up to their competition in SoFi, right? SoFi in SoFi Stadium. I don't think they do. Rams win this game. Rams cover, but I think it's minus three and a half. Uh, you know, I don't agree, um, especially coming out of the at the 10-point. You don't right? have to agree. It was the 10-point 10, 10 victory over Tampa. Yeah. Um, Arizona just kind of come seems to come out flat. Like we said, they play to the level of their yeah, team. Yeah, but this is a hangover game for the Rams. I don't, th- I don't think this is a game that you can come out flat against, and I don't think Vegas should. I think Vegas would agree with me, and I got the Rams laying eight and a half. Okay, hold on. Before you go, let me just say one thing. I don't feel like the Rams run game, especially if Daryl Henderson's out again. The only reason why Sony Michelle looked human yesterday, you know, like good, above, like even anything close to a formidable running back, was because they were able to use him and run it, and they had a, a two score lead. They had a three score lead for a little bit, even though people think that game was close. It really wasn't that close. So I think if he has to throw fifty five times against the Cardinals with Chandler Jones and JJ Watt, if he plays. Uh, you know, that's a little bit of an issue. Right, but if he has to throw 55 times against the Cardinals, that means little baby Yoda Kyler has to throw 45, 50 times against Aaron Donald and the boys, bro. Listen, I said I'll what take, I said. I'll take, I'll take all the skill players. Uh, with the exception of New Hopkins, I will take every skill player offensively on the Rams and defensively on the Rams over the Cardinals. Brian, what do you got? Bold. I got Rams at five and a half. Five and a half, three and a half. What do you got? Eight and a half. All right. Rams are laying six this week. That's good. Five and a half. Brian. I think Brian might have sealed it there, right? No, I thought you were. Brian's one behind me. Oh, yeah. I'm not even close. All right. No, you're, you're, on, you're in the wasteland, dude. All right. It so anyway. is seven to three to six. Okay. So Baltimore at them. If I hit all of these on the head, I went out. All right. Awesome. Here we go. <clears throat> Baltimore at Denver. Ravens looking pedestrian. Denver looking better than they probably... Here's the thing about Denver, and I'm just going to say it one time, and then I'm never going to talk about it again until after this week. Show me something. You beat the Jets and Giants. I need more, kid. That being said, show me Denver minus three. All right. I Go ahead. I uh, I, I fired I fired multiple people up. <laughs> no, no, no. Bit I, I agree with everything you said about Denver. Right. And with this same, like, I don't overreact with Denver, and we don't overreact with Reese, with Lamar and, and Baltimore. We don't overreact with them being terrible. We don't want to overreact with Denver being really great. Mm-hmm. So standard three and a half points at home, Denver minus three and a half. All right. So I have Baltimore five and a half. I don't, I don't see Denver as being done as being Sounds like you got a glizzy god of the week if so, if if we're right and if then we're, we're right. It sounds like Brian has his glizzy. All right, go ahead. Let's hear it. Brian's still on the wasteland. Denver's the favorite at one and a half. Okay. 
Okay. So Alessino gets it, right? I get the point, but you know, it's not enough. Actually, it is. I could, I could still win out. All right, here we go. Got to hit these on the head now. <laughs> Got to hit these on the head now. Pittsburgh looking pretty beat up going to Green Bay, who looked like they stole one. Is that safe to say that they stole one? It depends how you view Aaron Rodgers. They stole one. That's how I view it. I, when I, don't, when I saw them getting the ball back with 37 seconds left, oh. I said too much time, dude. Yeah, yeah Aaron, Aaron's a cool guy and all. But, like, you know, you can't just do that every time, you know? No, but he's done it. Nope, he's done it a few times. He doesn't do it every time. No, he doesn't. He's the numbers. I think he's 5 for 12. Yeah, he's done it. He hasn't done it more times than he has. But whatever. Yeah, people remember. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're a fucking Packer fan. You're cheese and freaking out and all that bullshit. But anyway, Green Bay minus 6.5 on Pittsburgh. Oh, man, I got Green Bay minus 6.5 as well. I got Green Bay minus 5.5. Let's go. Hopefully it's 6. Green Bay's laying seven this week. Oh, oh, no. So we both get one point. So I can still catch you guys. <laughs> just gotta, you could. You're I too, you're I know. too behind me. I just got to hit these right on the head. And here we go. I'm going to hit them right on the head right now. Let's um, do it. I'm the comeback king. If you watched week two, you saw me come back on Jim. Here we go. Uh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Call this number. Tampa Bay will head to New England for a rivalry grudge match of some sorts. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be a high spread. Give me the Buccaneers minus nine and a half. You're probably right about this one. I got it Tampa minus four and a half. I have Tampa minus eight and a half. Oh, I hate that you went eight and a half. I thought no one would come near me. No, it's Tampa Bay versus New England. Vegas is probably uh, to be fair, freaking I, out about this. I dude. took about three and a half points off. Had, they, had, them be, had they been the home team, I'd probably be up to around eight and a half, nine. Tom Brady mm. comes back and the Patriots are mediocre. So nine and a half, I got to hit it on the head to have a chance. What do you have? Four and a half. What do you have? Eight and a half. Okay, go ahead. Tampa Bay, it's six and a half. Oh. <laughs> so I get it, right? Jim. And the buck stops here <laughs> oh, on the geez. Buccaneers. Here we go. Oh, All right. Just like Aaron Rodgers, Anthony fails to convert. Exactly. Five out of 12 times. That, that's going to wrap it up now. But just for kicks, Monday night. Wait, wait. Who, what, who won? And, uh, oh, I won. Oh, yeah. He can't catch you? more. No, more. I'm up. He has six. I have nine. <sighs> I, thought, yeah, I thought you had. Okay. All right. We got one more. No, I know we have one more. Yeah, yeah we we're going to, but it doesn't matter. Vegas at the Chargers. Give me Vegas minus two. I'm taking the Chargers at home by one and a half. Taking the Chargers by three and a half. Brian on the head at three and a half. Unbelievable. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> bad week because it's a bad week so you know if Brad, had Brian gotten it's the Tampa Bay one it would have been a, a tie right now but unfortunately it's so, not you know Jimmy wins good for you it is what it is uh, I just you know it's a he, bad week he just on his way home, on his way over here from work he, had, he looked himself in his rearview mirror and he said you're gonna do it today today's, the day. today's the day you're gonna do it it's just not a good output for a defending champ of like myself you know I won the whole thing last year and I'm looking like crap it's week four well, it's week four now. <sighs> All right, whatever. We're going to take a break and we'll talk about it, right? Yeah, take a break and then we'll talk about it. What's up, guys? Jimmy from House of Havoc letting you know we want you guys to focus on you this fall with Stay Thirsty Co. That's right. We want you to shop the new back-to-school special on the website all September long, starting today, Labor Day. Going to get on there. You want to look fresh for school. If you're a college student at the bars, you want to talk to girls, you want to talk to guys, you want to look nice, you want to focus on yourself. On top of that great sale... On top of that great sale, promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, going to get you an additional 15% off at checkout. That's stay thirsty, 
thirsty.co, I believe. Staythirsty.co, staythirsty.com. I'm not positive on that. Staythirstyco at IG will get you to the website. Once again, that's the back to school sale all September long, starting today, Labor Day. Promo code Havoc gets you an additional 15%. And we're back. Got dick bag over here trying to flash draft as the game started already. But we still have the podcast to do, and it's time for fantasy. Let's so, do Jack, it. let's go for it. All right. Starting the week. We'll start with the quarterbacks. We got Ben Roethlisberger. Anybody else next? <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah? Or, uh, wait, no, I'm going to shock you here. Justin Fields. Uh... Bench both of them, honestly. <laughs> You're in a bad way if you got to start one yeah, of these guys. Drop both of them. Yeah, someone's got to be better. Um, but I guess you have to pick. Give me Justin Fields. Yeah, give me Justin Fields. Yeah, give me Justin Fields. All right. Sam Darnold or Jameis Winston? Ooh. I'd say Sam Darnold. Two tasty matchups here. You got Sam Darnold against Dallas, and then you got Jameis against um The Giants. The Giants. Uh, give me, give me Jameis. Yeah, I think Dallas has a better opportunity to stand on their head than the Giants do. So Jameis, without Christian McCaffrey too, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm we're gonna about see. Pass defense. Sam Darnold's gonna have to. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs against a, a mediocre Cowboys defense. Right, I think ahead. that's better than the Giants defense. Really? Yeah, I think the Cowboys are better defense. defense. I think the Giants are good on the Giants. I think the Giants are bad at everything. So. Oh, all, right. all three facets of the game. Uh, I'm still going to start Sam Darnold. That's fine. Bookmark it. We'll look at this one next week. Baker Mayfield or Ryan Tannehill? To anybody against the Jets, I'm taking Tannehill. You see, you just you you make these really quick answers, and I get a little concerned sometimes. Like, you don't even look. What? I see A.J. Brown's out. I understand that. That's not even what I'm talking about so much as Tennessee has the ability to run the Jets out of the building by the second quarter, and then it's just handoff, 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 handoff. Okay, but Minnesota just— Minnesota has played in shootouts all year long. So take fucking Baker. I'm taking Baker, but I'm giving you my reasoning why. I'm taking Tannehill. All right. I don't have Baker in any of my leagues. I have Tannehill in two of them, so— I feel some type of way about that. The question home. isn't who do you own on your team, though, bro. Like, I mean. What do you mean? The question isn't do you which one of these two do you own on your own fantasy well, roster. Well, I'm just saying. I obviously would start Tannehill because I own Tannehill. All right. I don't own a Baker. Go. Matt Ryan, Derek Carr. I don't want to be the first one to say anything. Derek Carr. There you go. Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr. Last one we got Matt Stafford or uh, Jalen Hurts for next week, not the Monday. Uh, obviously, no, no, that's fine. That's sometimes that needs to be said. Got Jalen Hurts going against Kansas City. You got Stafford going against Arizona. Again, Arizona, they called them the Arizona Shootouts, dude, because they play and shoot. They don't play. Any I, defense. I'm, I'm going to say Stafford, but let me just say this: that I feel like Jalen Hurts could do enough on with his legs against Kansas City too. That would affect. His line score, but I will say Stafford. I'll say Stafford. Yeah, I'm going to go Stafford. All right, let's move it on to running backs. Ezekiel Elliott for David Montgomery. Elliott versus Carolina, home. David Montgomery, home for Detroit. I think they might rely on David Montgomery more because of how bad fields look, so I'll go Montgomery. Yeah, I'll go Montgomery too. Montgomery, as someone who owns Elliott. All right, 
Clyde Edwards Hilaire or Miles Sanders? Well, I guess it would be Dang. silly to gash the, the Chiefs run defense the whole top half of the show and then not take <laughs> Miles Sanders here, right? So I'm gonna go Miles Sanders. I'm gonna go Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I'll go Miles Sanders. All right. You never know what's gonna happen with Casey. I just haven't seen him play tonight, Miles, so I just I can't now I know he's playing tonight, and I just, I don't know. Game kicked off, too, so. All right, next. Let me know when we get a score. Let's right. go Amari Cooper. We got Melvin Gordon or Jamal Williams. Melvin Gordon or Jamal Williams was the question. That it is. I'm going to go Jamal Williams. Um, I don't love the matchup, but Jamal Williams is looking pretty right right now. I don't, and, I don't love either of the matchups. And but. Uh, I think Melvin is the worst of the two. I think, well, so is Jamal. I'm going to go Jamal. I am. You're talking about two pretty much right touchdown read. vultures here. And uh, I just, right now, for more field, in fact, I'm going to want to take, um, why am I blanking, Jamal Williams. Yeah. I take Jamal Williams. Plus, he has a great TikTok. Go ahead. He loves anime. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got uh, Chubba Hubbard or Najee Harris. Chubba Hubba. Chubba Hubba. Chuba Hubbard. Yum gum. Here we go. Do we believe the hype or we do we not? Chuba what, the Hubbard. hype in his name? Chuba Hubbard or who? Najee Harris. Najee. 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 I'll take Najee Harris. It's not to say That's not to say that Chuba Hubbard might not have a good day, but I haven't seen him play in the league yet. I, I now have Here's him. how I feel. He gets 17 targets. What was it? 19. 19 targets. That's how many Najee had? He had 14 catches yesterday and 19 targets. So you're going to get that. Juju might be out. He's day-to-day, but we'll see. Deontay might be out. We'll see. Ben, Ben, his pec is hurting. He can't throw more than six yards. You Give me fucking – well, no, but he, you, you know, could see it. that target share with Hubbard, but we don't know. So we don't, I, I don't I'm yeah. going to go with what I know versus what I don't yeah, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I know Matt Rule likes him. I know there's a lot of running back targets to go around there. I know I have him when I handcuffed McCaffrey. <clears throat> Segmenting back to that first one. See that? Bridging back. Right, all the way back. All right, go ahead. All right. We got uh, Daryl Henderson or Devin Singletary. Daryl Henderson might not play. That's the only thing. Singletary uh, isn't playing much. Seems like Zach Moss is taking control of that backfield. If yeah. Daryl Henderson plays, it's Daryl Henderson. Monitor the situation. If Daryl Henderson, yeah, but not even just if he plays. Monitor it because if it's like, oh, he's gonna dress. Oh, snap and- count bullshit. If he's but if he's a go. With that being said, I think you should try to f- desperately try to find another option. That is <laughs> because Zach, like we said, it's Zach Moss's backfield, and let's just get it. The Bills don't run the football. Like for some reason, we have this idea that the Bills run the ball a lot, but they really don't. We go to receivers. We start with Mike Williams or Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen in his last nine, 18 games has 18 touchdowns. He's a touchdown machine. Um, I know Mike Williams had a big week this past no, week. No, Mike Williams had a good year. Is he having a He's good year like so far? Lighting it, lighting it up. Lighting it up. If this, if this is the Mike Williams that we have... Uh, uh, See, I you know my dynasty league. I've had Mike Williams for three years, so it, I, I feel some type of way, and it sucks that I feel like this. But I'm going Mike Williams. 
I'm going with Mike Williams too. I'm yeah. I'm just gonna let this one push default to the quarterback, and I trust Herbert more than I trust Cousins. So. Right. Okay, fine. I love not to that. say that Thielen's not gonna kill it. Yeah, Thielen. You know, I mean, he's like good for five fifty-five and a touchdown yeah, most most weeks, far, dude. Which is great. Yeah, it's insane. But hold on one second, you know, because you said that I was actually listening to uh, a decent sports Vegas like sports betting on uh, on uh, XM Radio. And they were saying the reason why Mike Williams is succeeding so much is because he's in the offseason. He learned to run other the routes on the tree besides just deep. So he's running intermediate and short routes and his targets, his yards per target have like halved. That's why he's getting these target opportunities short. He's not just a deep flyer anymore. He's actually playing football. And they said that's the biggest difference. So I guess off of me having him for years and hearing that, I go Mike Williams. And the last time we saw him play college ball, I thought he'd never walk again. Like, a, like that counts for something. Uh, not like, much now, but, you know, a little bit. Well, uh, maybe not not much now, but, like, year one, year two. Yeah. I, would, I, I didn't touch him in fantasy for that reason because I was watching that Clemson game when he smashed his face into the stanchion. Yeah. They took him out on a backboard. Yeah. I thought he broke his neck. Moving on. All right. We're going to go to uh... – what are you laughing back back here, Snickers? You're going, he's laughing at me. I'm going to go with uh, Tyler Boyd or Corey Davis. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not Corey Davis, dude. <laughs> Tyler Boyd, dude. Tyler Boyd. <laughs> Tyler Boyd. <laughs> All right. Kick it to uh, Debo Samuel or Jamar Chase. And let me ask, after this one game, I'm pretty sure the first two games, Jamar Chase is pretty quiet, right? Well, no, no. Not, necessarily. not necessarily. No, no. He played a good game, both games. I think he's great. He's been playing very good so far. Debo had one really big game, and then two and then okay, two games. okay games. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's hard for me to not take Chase in any situation moving forward, um, unless you're gonna give me a top ten receiver. I think Chase is already a top twenty guy. Nobody yeah. feels that way, which is fine. DraftKings doesn't view him that way. People don't view his value that way. I mean. Obviously, like I said, I'm a homer. I have him. That's great. There's but, just more mouths to feed in San Fran. Well, T. Higgins is out. Again? This week? It looks like it's going to be a, a multi-week injury. Okay. And if it is against Jacksonville, give me all that in a bag of chips, dude. Give me all of it. Yeah. You know? 100%. Jamar. I have Jamar also. And just as another heads up, Zeke just scored a touchdown. That sucks. <laughs> just lost 30 bucks. Well, there you go. So we you get that fucking first quarter update. Everybody gets a little, little, little sigh out of a relief out, and then you're moving on. I feel great. He's on my team. I feel so terrible. So Here we go. All, we're all in consensus that Jamar Chase will, will probably finish around top 15, top 20 this year, receiver-wise. Um, I feel as though – I'm not saying that Debo has a bad matchup either against Seattle. He doesn't. But no. I just don't know with Garoppolo. I, I don't. And I know Burrow's going to throw the ball. Like, I know he's going to air it out. I know he is, you know? And – uh Top fifteen is tough. Twenty, I'll give you the top twenty. I feel like I could. It's steal. realistic. Yeah, it is realistic. I mean, it's realistic. It is. I'm not gonna. You know, everybody, it, everybody like hated on him. Oh, you know, you, you can't catch the ball, and not, the NFL ball is different. But since he said that, he's absolutely balling out. Seems to be catching the ball. Four touchdowns in three weeks. He's balling out. All right, let's go to uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Where we got Corey Sutton. Cortland Sutton or Odell Beckham Jr. This is about to get 
super difficult because Sutton, no Judy, no KJ Hamler. He tore his ACL. Did he? And then, yeah. That sucks. And then Beckham, no Landry. Yeah. You know. Give me Sutton and only because you could see Cleveland running the ball for the majority of this game, I feel like. Hmm. I disagree, man. Tim yeah. Tim Patrick is a force to be reckoned with. He's, <laughs> I was gonna say, go Scott. Pe- people aren't talking enough about the, what Tim Patrick has been doing this season with those guys healthy, and now they're both hurt. Not saying that it's that he can still go off without taking away from Cortland Sutton's value, but there isn't that guy that I'm seeing in Cleveland right now. Like, who's that guy that's take Jarvis Landry's out? There's tight ends and there's running backs. Who's taking away from Odell's, especially his boom value? But even when even when Jarvis was there by himself, it's not like Jarvis. Jarvis has never been the fantasy producer that Odell has, though. Nor has he been the boom player. So who are you going? I'm going with Sutton. I'm gonna go Odell. I'm gonna go Sutton. All right, we'll circle back. I had to flip flip this one on the fly because I just recently heard AJ Brown's out. But uh, let's go with Chase Claypool or Julio Jones. Hmm. 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 Um, give me Julio against yeah, the Jets. Give me some Julio just because of uh, Julio against the Jets. Big yeah, ben. you know, Big ben. Big ben. I don't know if he could throw, man. I'm not. I'm not confident in his throwing ability. Josh Harris gets 19 targets. One thing I learned for sure yesterday is fucking Brandon Eccles can't cover the broadside of a barn, dude. <laughs> Couldn't cover his own shadow. So, yeah, Julio. All right, let's kick it over to tight end. Tyler Conklin or Robert Tanyan? Are we going to believe the hype on Conklin while Irv Smith's out? 20 fantasy points in week three. Highest among tight ends. I love it. I do. <laughs> I do love what you're saying, but absolutely not. Not yeah, Bob, Bob Tanyan. Yeah, we do hate the Vikings here. So We hate the Vikings here, and Seattle literally looked like a cheese grater. They were like, hey, holes everywhere, find me. And that was it. What do you do? You agree? Yeah, no, I agree. It was like watching JV, like just on the like a practice team on defense. So for that reason, you know. Give me Bob Tanyan. Yeah, give me Bob. Give me Bobby. Okay. <laughs> Tight end university, baby. He's a member. We got uh, Dawson Knox or Tyler Higby. Hmm. Tyler Higby, 15.1. Dawson Knox, 14.9 last week. Yeah, I want to say Tyler Higby because he, he seems like Stafford's guy. Like every time they're throwing tight end screens out there to him, they're handing him jet sweeps. And the, but then Dawson Knox is like Allen's favorite fucking guy to find down low too. And also look at the spread, minus 17. And both teams have mouths to feed. Give me Knox. I'll take Knox. I guess I'll take Knox. I'm not happy about it, honestly, but I'll take Knox. I'm like, it's a very reluctant Knox. Didn't we just see Conklin light up Arizona last week? Am I wrong about that? I don't know. Let me see if I can pull those numbers. No, you don't have to. I'm going to take Higby. He's going. (laughs) You don't have to. You don't have to, dude. When you have a fucking feeling, dude. (laughs) Yeah, you rock with it, Jack. That's it. Who numbers By the way, don't matter. While, while we're here talking about tight ends, give me Irv Dan, Smith. Dan Arnold got traded to the Jaguars today from Carolina. Did he? Oh, really? Dan Arnold for C.J. Henderson. 
and then I, they flop. They flip a third for a fifth. I forgot who got what. Wow, so nobody won. I think C.J. Henderson won. Oh well, I mean, okay, I meant like team wise, not player wise. But uh, uh, you're right. Whoever the Jaguars got a third back and Dan. Arnold so that future player for a fifth. <laughs> that yeah, future like, third, yeah, dude. Good for you. <laughs> moving right, on. Next garbage. Next. All right, Gerald Everett or Logan Thomas. Uh, Logan Thomas had a big fumble. Give me Logan Thomas versus Atlanta. That's that's exactly what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking, too. I'll give you a little bit of breaking news in this game, though. I'll go Logan Thomas. Yeah, give me Logan Thomas. Dak Prescott fumbles the ball. Defensive touchdown for the Eagles. 7-7 game. Tremendous. We'll we'll press onward. Um, Logan Thomas. I'm also taking Logan Thomas. I took Logan Thomas. All right. Go with uh, Mike Gusecki or Rob Gronkowski. Hmm. Gusecki looks good with Jacoby Brissett. I don't know if it's a fluke, though. It was only one game. He, had, he had 13 targets, I think. Gusecki's got talent. Who'd they play yesterday again, Miami? Um, Raiders. Raiders. Overtime, yeah. I mean, the Raiders are all right on defense. They're not bad. but You think the Patriots have an answer for Gronkowski? That they're really, not indie. That's really what it comes down to. I don't even know it's if funny it's funny because the main reason of me starting on Kelsey was because he's going back to New England. I think he gets one. It's of it's not four touchdowns in three weeks or whatever he's got. Like I'm no, gonna... no, I think Ryan's right. I agree. I think, I think he, gets, he one gets one just because. Just because. Yeah, I think. Brown. What's up, Bill? And if Antonio Brown plays, he's getting one just because. Tom, Tom and Bill, Tom and, and Gronk might have just sat down and been like, "We're gonna try to break a record." A single game record yeah. for one player catching touchdowns. We don't know that for a fact, but we could we could we could speculate. Be I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna take Gronk. Saying star Gronk in all leagues. <laughs> yes, I go Gronk. That's fair. Okay. All right. Last matchup for the day: Pat Fryermuth or Austin Hooper. Okay. <laughs> Austin Hooper. There's like 19 tight ends over there. Who is this other guy? Pat Fryermuth, the rookie tight end in Pittsburgh, yeah. scored a touchdown last week. He's decent. He is decent. He's a big no, guy. No, he's going to be good. It's he's going to be good. Ben he's a big guy. Yeah. Going to be good anytime soon. Well, anytime soon. Or for the rest okay. of the game. Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. You got Njoku. You got, uh, uh, what's his name? Harrison Bryant. You got, um, you know, there's a lot of mouths to feed at that tight I end just, position. But ben, they keep they usually do you two, said it. two tight end sets. You right? said it two and three tight end sets. Yeah. You said it nineteen targets to Najee Harris last week. I don't know what Firemuth's workload was. I know he scored. The more that they, the more time they have to work him into the offense, the more comfortable he gets. For the he's if he's if Ben's pumping the ball nineteen times to Najee Harris, he's going to be looking to pump the ball to the tight end too. But at the same hand, there are three tight ends in Cleveland. Hooper seems to be Baker's favorite. But so say it. Cleveland's one of these teams where both of their running backs can go for 100 on the ground. Give me Firemuth. I think I'm going to have to agree with Hawk because that, that was what I was thinking too. If Ben can't throw the ball downfield, the tight end is going to be the next best thing. I mean, Ben made Eric Ebron a top 10 fantasy tight end for a few years there. Yeah, with a good arm and a lot of talent. Eh, was it a good arm or was it just well, not a lot as of talent bad as wide receiver. Uh, listen, if you, you, I'll roll with the boys, Fryermuth, whatever the fuck. I'll roll with you guys, but I'm not, I'm not thrilled, but I'll roll with you guys. All right, 
He's not thrilled. He's not thrilled. He's not thrilled. That wraps it up. Is that it? All right. All right. That's it on uh on the old fantasy stardom system nonsense. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back and do tournament of degenerates. All right, what's up, guys? As everyone knows, this season we are on YouTube. Last season we weren't, and I gotta be honest with you, we kinda we were dressing like shit a little bit, you know? We weren't worried about what people saw. We were wearing pajamas. We had Anthony coming in wearing whatever sweats he wore to work that day. Half the time I'd roll out of bed and show up to the studio. But now the people are going to see us and we got to look fresh. We want that fine Italian fucking material. That's right. We're talking Saatchi Di Denaro, streetwear brand from Long Island, New York. The gear is fire. It looks good. Right now I got the M5 Motivated Money Making Monday morning hoodie on, okay? You're going to be able to get this and so much more at SaatchiDDenaro.com. Promo code HAVOC is going to save you 10% off. That's S-A-C-C-H-I-D-I-D-E-N-A-R-O.com. H-A-V-O-C. Promo code HAVOC gets you 10% off. Always authentic, never counterfeit. Saatchi D. De Niro. All right, and we're back. And it's time for the Tournament of Degenerates. Last week, if you do recall, I said if I zeroed out, I would be in the negatives. And guess what, folks? I did just that. We had the old good old six-point tees that you can't lose on that I lost. Are we Carolina minus one and a half? They covered, but Kansas City minus a half. They couldn't fucking do it for me. That was 110 to win 100. I had Vegas minus four. That was 220 to win 200. The bitches won by three. Lost 220 there. Then we had a $100. This was the fuck it parlay. It was the Green Bay money line, Seattle minus one and a half, Indianapolis money line. 100 to win 14.39. All of those lost. My bank is minus $10. Alessino put 330 on Seattle to cover one and a half to win 300. That lost. And he put 100 on a Green Bay and Seattle money line parlay. That lost. He's down to 607. Joe put a flurry of bets together. He had a couple of losses and a win. It yielded him minus two thirty on the week. He's down to seven sixty. Brian, what would you? What were your bets last week? Last week I had. Last week I had, Bengals, Giants, Chargers parlays. That's it. So we're down a hundred. And then we also had uh, Bucks, Seahawks, Packer parlay, which also didn't hit. Down a hundred, another hundred. So you're down to seven. So Joe's in second, you're in third, Alessino's in fourth, I'm in fifth. Jack is the leader. He's going to give you his spiel right now. All right. We started the, uh, the bets with $100 on the Colts money line, which didn't hit. Then we had a $100 parlay, Atlanta punt money line, Bengals money line, paid out 592 Bengals money line, Chargers money line, different parlay, paid out 862 One out on the week with total $1,354, one on the week. That's what you won. What's That's your what total bank at now? My total bank. Um, thought you figured the numbers out before we got on the show. You were at thirteen fifty, and you you won another thirteen fifty. Thirteen fifty four. So. So you're at twenty seven four. Twenty seven hundred and four dollars. Twenty seven hundred four. So it's a very big lead. That's uh pretty good, Jack. I won't lie to you. Wish you did it with real money. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I wish I did too. Hey, got ready. Um, All right. That sucked. Anyway, <laughs> you go first. I'll go first. Since I'm already in the negatives, I don't want it to be too bloody, but I do got to take a swing here. And I took a very big one, which now that I'm thinking about it, it wasn't a smart move. But what are you going to do? 
I don't know, man. Question you? Four, four leg parlay. Four leg parlay. I'm not going to take too big of a swing. 16 teamer. Four leg parlay. Tampa Bay laying six and a half. Tennessee laying seven and a half. Over 54 and a half in the Rams cards game. And New Orleans minus seven and a half. I'm putting 500 to win five racks. The biggest swing I ever heard That's in my life. <laughs> well, I could have bet a thousand and been negative a thousand next week. I guess you could. Whatever. Here we go. I'll go next, Whatever. I guess. Yeah, yeah. 150 on KC minus six, 150 on Indy plus two, 150 on Tennessee minus seven and a half. All right. I just did one parlay. Uh, no, no, no. Not, those aren't three straight bets. Not yeah, yeah. I got you. Right. He didn't do right. any parlays. No parlays. Oh, no, no. I'm saying I did a parlay. Okay. Um. So I got, oh, wait. I got last week's parlay. All right, so I got we got the Green Bay Packers, um, money line, Bucks money line. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm reading this wrong. We got the Packers at um, what do we got here? Minus seven and a half. Minus seven and a half. We got the Bucks at they were minus minus six and a half. Six and a half, and then we got Colts plus two in a parlay, hundred to win six hundred. Keeping it easy. Let's hope it hits. It's been easy for the last three weeks. The guy who's absolutely on fire. What do you got? So. Went a little, not a little, yeah, a little crazy this week. We'll start a light though. Got parlay here: Panthers, Cardinals, money line fifty for four hundred. It's got to be a hundred. Hundred for nine hundred. Go ahead. All right, hundred for nine hundred. We got uh, we got another parlay. We got the Raiders, the Vikings, and the Colts money lines one hundred for. I don't know what that number is going to be. I'm going to have to read. What's the fifty number? Fifteen twenty nine. All right, so three thousand one hundred and and uh, sixty. Just we'll call it fifty eight. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait, he said. We got another uh, another parlay here. We got the Panthers money line, Raiders money line, Lions money line, 100 for 1720. Then the big dick swing of the week. You ready? You can I'm, see the graphic coming in the lower page. I'm ready. <laughs> it's just going to be a picture of Riggio with a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> Go ahead, he, Rig, Riggio does oh. the balls in your mouth parlay of the week. He does one of those every week. He goes, I'm putting my balls in my mouth, dude. <laughs> All right. Money line. Lions, Colts, Cardinals. 500 for $8,005. This risk. man said, fuck that lead, bro. I'm ready to piss my lead away this week. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. It, you, you you get you grow it quick, but you lose it quick, yeah, I guess, because yeah. that's about what. The... Little rambunctious. Yeesh. Right. See, I'm taking swings. I've done nothing but lose. I need. If I had a fucking thirteen hundred dollar lead on you guys, I'd be like, I'm gonna put a hundred on Tom, and that's it. <laughs> just and Tom. We're just gonna get another hundred. All right. So All what right. happens if I hit this and I'm up by about ten thousand? Then, then we then we got catch it up. Then to we've do. got a lot of work to do. What about Pancake Louie? Total risk is 800. Total possible win, 11,654. 11,654. That's, 11, that's your total. That's the, the total sheet. Okay. Yeah. What about Joe? All right, Joe. Oh, boy, my phone. Oh, boy. Jack's, he just, Jack he's didn't just have not Joe's ready. picks ready. He's just not ready. Jack's the only one in the room who has Joe's picks. And, and he's just not ready. ready. So now we're going to do what we call in the business a filibuster. How's so, everyone? I was going to say, so do it. How is everyone? <laughs> 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 no, nah, I got the perfect filibuster while he's. You ready? 
I'm ready, but I don't know how to fucking read these. So you All right. Oh, me. my God. Uh, it brings an interesting dynamic to have a rookie on the betting show. <laughs> it does. You know, we're going to work through it. Are you ready? Or you yeah. want me to read them, Jim? I got it. I got it. We got, he's taking over 46 on the Jacksonville-Cincinnati game. He's putting down 220 to win 200. He's taking Bucks minus 6.5, 110 to win 100. Tennessee minus 7.5, 220 to win 200. Then he's got a four-leg parlay. Rams minus six, Cleveland minus one. I don't have the odds on this if someone could build this for us. Don't worry about it. It's Rams minus six, Cleveland minus one, Kansas City minus six, Chargers money line. A hundred to win. A lot. Yeah. All right. So that's everybody's picks. They're all in. Those are all the picks for the tournament of the generates. Okay. um, Good. No, that's fine. Let's go. Last segment. My favorite. What I wait for all fucking week. It's everyone's favorite segment. It's not everyone's favorite. Just us winners, not the <laughs> losers who try to fade us. Usually, we get this out way earlier, but we I guess we're here now. I don't know why we waited so long to tell you we're fucking awesome. Yeah, last week's, we last week's Glizzy God of the Week. If you're not fucking watching the show till the end, you don't get to find out the Glizzy God. If you don't know how to use the fast forward button. Last week's Glizzy God was. You don't get it. The Green Bay Packers. Yes. And, of course, they covered. They won. And we're back another W in the winning column. So seventeen and two. I think you're sixteen and five. And so, but I'm saying th- this year we're three and zero. Three and zero this year, yeah. And I uh, I put on Green Bay straight. I put eighteen units on Green Bay straight. You brought back what about forty six? No, no, no you're, that's, that's your total yeah, take. Yeah, How yeah. much would it bring back? Like mm, there's plus one fifty five. So you know, yeah. You gotta risk it to get the biscuits sometimes. Yeah. But anyway, so as you know or may not know, we don't tell each other who our Glizzy God is until right now. In the first three weeks of the season, me and Jim have lined up perfectly with our Glizzy God. I'm Brian. Oh, was Brian, Brian did too. Brian, was, Brian wasn't on the Packers, but he was season. in. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jack, you have one, or are you are you in this part, or uh, I, I, I got one. You got an underdog. A, a, a junior Glizzy, if you will. I mean, not a for junior, nothing. A junior Glizzy, but it, uh, okay, that's fine. What is this Weenie Hut Junior? No, that's fine. <laughs> to be uh, fair, a Jack, mature Glizzy. To be fair, Jack was also in on the Packers last okay, week. Okay, that's fine. No, that's fine. All right, do you do you want to go first and make me proud, or or? I mean, remember they got to be underdogs. I don't think you're going to be too proud, but I got the Panthers with one hand. Okay, I don't. I like the Panthers against the Cowboys. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I looked at them for a second, but it's not the Glizzy. It's not the Glizzy of Glizzies this week. Do you want to? You want to go first, Ant? You want me to go? Should we let Brian go? Brian, next? go first. You already know who mine is. Well, I want to hear who it. Who is it? Baltimore. <laughs> is yours Baltimore? No. So are we really gonna have the same one again? Let's hope for it. Is right. it? A, is it? A, is it? A, is it? This is crazy because it's it's fun. This is wild shit. It's fun. Is it? Uh, I, it's got to be the same. I'm just going to say it. Indianapolis Colts. No. Oh. No. no. Hot mic. Here it's we go. The Raiders. Wow. Plus three and a half. Yeah. Wow. I'm going Indianapolis Colts. So now we're going to find plus out. Three and a half. Can the Glizzies hang for good? We got we four, got four different Glizzies this different week. Different Glizzies. That's tough. That's a Glizzy platter. A <laughs> it's a variety pack. Damn. This is going to be tough for all of us to win. I'll win, but for you guys, it's going to be tough. Well, I mean, th- now. The the money line. I take them straight. Let me just make no, this I very do clear. Take them straight. I do take them straight. This is the first one in a while that I 
I'm positive the spread's going to hit, but I'm not that confident on the money line. No. Like, when I take a glizzy, I'm but, 100% confident all the time that I view it as a mortal lock for me. You well, know, everybody comes on and goes mortal lock, and then they lose. I go mortal lock, and I win. Here, yeah, I'm 16-4, and four, whatever the fuck I am. Too. I don't know. Spread on the Baltimore game was... I, have right I think it was here. Denver three. Denver one and a half. Denver one and a half. And the spread on the Colts game was two. Two and a half. I'm always trying to look for three points or better on my glizzy god pick. Fine. So that's, I, that's I can't. I, I, yeah. no, 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 no. There were no. not great options this week, so I'll allow it. I but. just, the way I see it is, it's Monday. It's early. The spread can move. My bets from this show to the actual bets I make are fucking not the same. Because the lines move, the injuries happen, well, that's and all why that. I, that's why I started placing bets after we leave the show. Like, two weeks ago, Kat Dallas was the glizzy god. And I put that bet in the following morning when I, we st- when I knew we were still going to get the plus 140. Yeah. And I let it roll all week. The Marcus Ware broke his phone. Yeah, exactly. That's and the I fear. Still, but, and I still won. Yeah. You know? But the Marcus Ware, yeah. you know. But, and I actually didn't even look what the line closed at. So I probably didn't even really lo- lose that much value. You'd be surprised with line movements throughout the week. I mean, you there's there's a couple of games where they'll move to two and a half points, and you, you know that's a big difference to, to to professional betters, especially. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, guys who do this for a living. If you ever notice, I've said this before on the show, but if you ever notice, pro betters they don't come in till the last like ten minutes before a game starts because they don't want us to move the line. Yeah, they want to determine. What the line is. So they say, oh, last 10 minutes. Okay, this is what we got. And we're going to take it for what it is. You know what I mean? They get that last push. They get this. That's what they want. Yeah. But they don't that's want the, the thing. They don't want to get fucked on the line moving at the last second. Yeah. So whatever. We got four different glizzies. Week four in the books for our show. Week three in the books tonight. I have that right, right? Yeah, that's okay. correct. You're looking at me like no, I got no, seven no, no, I wasn't. I was making sure I did this. Brian, you got anything else? Jack, you got anything else? I was just making sure I got this in. As always, we're brought to you by Tiger Pack Productions, House of Havoc Podcast Network, Sachi De Janeiro, and Stay Thirsty Company. Peace out.